how this author is writing to this church or group of people, churches, uh, who we don't quite know where they are, but we do know they're mostly made up of uh, Jewish people, uh, hence the Hebrews uh, title. And um, uh, he's been uh, looking at, so far, how Jesus is, is better than the angels or, or, or the prophets, uh, how Jesus is better than, than Moses and the law, how Jesus is better than the priests, and we're kind of at how Jesus is better or gra- than the sacrifices that took place in every, uh, every week as part of the Jewish uh, ways of relating to and engaging with God. And um, we've been looking at chapter 10. We've done the first 18 verses. I think Pete Curran did them with you last week while I was uh, in Croatia. Um, and in that, those first 18 verses of this chapter, essentially you've got this sense about Christ is uh, uh, sacrificed is once and for all. It doesn't have to keep taking place any longer. That he made perfect those who are being sanctified, those who are being made holy. That our sins uh, are remembered no more by God. They're no longer counted against us. And that um, we have full forgiveness and therefore there is no need for further offerings. And so what we're going to do this morning is we're going to pick up from verse 19 uh, through to verse 25 of Hebrews chapter 10. So if you've got your Bible with you, you might want to turn it up, but uh, it's on the screens there as well. Uh, Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by his death, Jesus opened a new and living way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without uh, wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return oh, sorry, that is drawing near. So there we are. Those are, the, those are the verses that we are looking at. Really, I'm just going to go through them bit by bit this morning. Uh, and we're starting, surprisingly enough, uh, with the first word, therefore. Therefore, uh, because um, he's saying, he's leading us now to the the beginning of the big finale of the whole letter, which is going to be the next um, two or three chapters. Uh, He says, therefore, um, we have confidence. And this sense of confidence that, 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 that God has given us um, isn't, uh, is, is, it can be translated also as a kind of full freedom. So it's not, um, it's not a feeling, but it's a statement. Do you understand what I mean by that? So um, let, me give you a, um, let me give you an example. My dad, he used to work in a prison. Uh, he wasn't a prison warden. He was a, a worker in, in the prison. And uh, he, would, uh, he would go in. And, and when you were in there, apart from the fact he was wearing different clothes, he wouldn't look very different to the prisoners. Uh, except that he was free to go whenever he wanted. He could leave whenever he wanted. The prisoners couldn't. He could just walk out. And uh, uh, knowing that uh, he could just walk out, he, 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 he might have felt, I could get locked up. I'm in a prison. And I, I remember when he went to work, I thought, well, supposing they don't let him out. 
I was 14, so I thought it'd be a great idea. Anyway, um, I suppose they don't let him out. Um, and, um, uh, of course, they couldn't not let him out. He had full rights of exit from the prison. It wasn't even a possibility that he wouldn't be let out. It might have involved all sorts of keys and um, searches of his pockets and all the rest of it, but at the end of the day, he could not be held in the prison. He had not just confidence of a daily feeling on Monday morning, well, I'm pretty sure they won't let me out today, they'll let me out today, Andrew, at the end of the day. He had full rights of exit or access. Are you with it? So um, he had full freedom. And uh, that's the sense in which this word confidence is here. We have full freedom to enter. In this case, I was talking about exit. But other than that, we have full freedom to enter the holy place. It's not just how do we feel. Uh, it's, it's a matter of fact. We have full freedom to enter into God's presence. Um, and that, therefore, should lead us to have the confidence in terms of the emotional feeling. I can enter God's presence. Of course I can enter God's presence. Um, but to do that, we need to understand what it is that, what it is that really brings that confidence. And so I want to have a look at that for a moment. Because in verse, in verse 20, you get this sense about it's a new and living way. The old way, if you remember, required death. Um, but now uh, we can... Um, have our hearts sprinkled clean and our bodies washed um, because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus, we have confidence to enter. Are you with me? So there's a reference here back to the... Um, uh, back to the... I wonder if I've got the twin, uh, heart sprinkled clean on there as well. See if we have. There we are, heart sprinkled clean. Body's washed with water. Uh, so it, it's a reference back to the tabernacle. Do you remember last time I spoke, we had the tabernacle. We built it here with the children. Do you remember that? Some of you remember it, some of you don't. Well, if you remember it, and you should have supposed to, that was the whole point of... Anyway, if you, if you remember it, you have the Holy of Holies here, which is the place where God himself dwells. And then we had a, a, a curtain or a veil here which stopped you entering, and outside here, you had also access where priests were able to come in uh, uh, and, and, and do the stuff with the bread and with the candles, uh, not the candles, the, the, the lamp, and that sort of thing. Um, but the high priest himself could only come into the most holy place once a year. And, and when the high priest came in, they had to, first of all, they had to wash in order to put on the special high priestly garments that labels go in. And then they, were trot they took some incense to make smoke and then they were trotting backwards and forwards. First of all, having killed a bull and was sprinkling the blood on the altar. Do you remember that? Seven times uh, for his own sins. And then he would go out and he would uh, sacrifice a goat uh, and come and sprinkle the blood seven times for um, uh, the sins of the people. And that would enable them on that one moment, on that one day, to come into... Um, the presence of God. So, so this sense about our hearts sprinkled clean and our bodies washed with pure water is referencing back that moment. You with me? Um, and so um, we have been cleansed, he's saying. What from? From an evil or from a guilty conscience. And we have uh, therefore got no need to enter into or 
go with acts of penance. I think Faith played it earlier in our worship. We don't have to do three Hail Marys and a, and a something or other. We don't have to climb up a mountain on our knees or whip our backs with an act of penance. Now we look at that and say, yeah, of course we don't, Andrew, that's Catholic stuff. But then some of us actually feel we should do anyway. Some of us actually feel, yeah, but I need to, I, I can't come to God yet. I've been a bit naughty this week. I, I probably need to wait a week. Or I probably need to, to, to read my Bible a bit more often. That'll make me, then I'll be able to come to God's presence. I need to have this clear, and, 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 and we, we, we say we don't believe these things, yet sometimes in our actions, we act as though we do. And what the he- writer to the Hebrews here is saying, no, 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 look, your hearts have been sprinkled clean from a guilty conscience. You have been washed with, uh, with, 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 with pure water. You are right and able and come in t- to come into God's presence at any time. And then you get this sense in which um, the curtain was torn in two. So you remember the curtain was here. Uh, well, it was here, perhaps I can do it behind me. And it was the curtain that stopped you coming into uh, the most holy place. And when Jesus was crucified uh, in, um, I think it was Matthew, the version, uh, it says that the veil was torn in two. Suddenly, the way had been open. Now, many of us get that. Many of us understand that. Many say, yes, we know that, Andrew. You told, you've even told us when you did your tabernacle thing. But the thing is, when you come into the holy place, what do you find there? What is there? It's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> well, actually, you find this. You find Jesus, the great high priest. If you'd have come in on the day of atonement, on that one day, we well, wouldn't have been able to come in because you'd have been dead. But anyway, if you'd have been able to somehow come in, you'd have found the high priest doing his sprinkling, making atonement. What you find, if you come into the presence of God through the Holy Holy, you find Jesus, the great high priest. And what is he doing? Um, it says 